moments will be lost in time. Like tears. First of all, I'd just like to say welcome to Film Runners, where we discuss our favorite runners that should appear in films. Uh, first up today, uh, Harold Abrahams, played by Ben Cross from Chariots of Fire. I thought he was great. I thought his running stride was perfect. Um, <laughs> the film itself was, you know, it's it's rightfully fallen to the wayside a bit, other than that beautiful score. Uh, <laughs> what are some of your favorite film runners? I mean, we just watched Get Out, and so uh, Old Grandpa Get Out in there is pretty great. That is a good film runner, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I picked Street Kings. <laughs> and, and you had a purpose to picking Street Kings, because you you had an idea for our next group of films. And if, would you like to explain that a little bit? Yes, this one and the next two are films that we really like but the general consensus is that it's very bad uh and it's not like an ironic like as in uh the room or birdemic or something it's like legitimately you like the movie um and for the most part people don't and i had a lot of options for it because i was checking my list of ones i wanted to do for this against like the rotten tomato scores and there were a lot i could have chosen because people do not like the movies I enjoy. <laughs> uh, so, but I decided to go with Street Kings because I thought we'd have a lot to talk about. And there's, I don't think it's a perfect movie in any way. Good. I think it's bad in several respects. But I do think it's ultimately a good movie. And it's a very enjoyably fun movie <laughs> to watch in a weird way. So that's why I chose it. So it's uh, directed by David Ayer. Uh, he wrote Training Day. He wrote and directed Fury, End of Watch, Bright. Uh, and it's written by James Elroy, <laughs> who wrote L.A. Confidential and uh, The Big Nowhere, Black Dahlia, and stuff like that. But before we go into it... <laughs> Before we go into this now, Michael, I just want to say, from this and some other movies you've recommended to me in the past, it really seems yep. that you feel the way about American movies that Incha feels the way about Canadian movies. In that I enjoy the most <laughs> stereotypical view of America as a culture. Pretty much. Possibly, except I think my view is more pessimistic. Yeah, than I, I, I just kind of love it because I just want to be in it. I would imagine. Yeah. So basically, so the movie, it's like every James Elroy or David Ayer <laughs> thing. It's about uh, cops and uh gang members in la uh <laughs> yeah that's basically america 
yeah, it's it's sort of it's like an LA task force, um, mostly Keanu Reeves as the lead character, wildly miscast <laughs> lead character, uh, and it's like the Rampart scandal basically, but uh, redone in a James Elroy kind of way. So, what were your reactions? Had either of you seen the movie before? I I had not. Um, I hadn't seen it. I hadn't heard of it. It comes in a really weird era for Keanu Reeves for me. Like, pretty much anything yes. post-Matrix and pre-John Wick, <laughs> I feel yeah. like Keanu just didn't know what he was doing. That's possible, yeah. It was later than Lake House, probably, but it was, like, where he was just sort of scrambling around post-Matrix. It's his boring period, I would say. <laughs> well, I would heartily disagree with that, but I don't think there is a boring period in Keanu Reeves' uh, output. I don't know, I, I was dissuade fairly early on in this movie like whenever the first thing in your movie is somebody waking up with an alarm clock buzzing like that's film school that's a film school script you wrote oh yeah and, and then he downs uh the mini bottles of vodka <laughs> yeah. and the terrible uh silk like flame shirt that was all the rage in 2001 <laughs> yeah. maybe and remind me again when this movie came out 2008. Uh, Incha, had you seen it before? I did. Um, the thing is, with like half of your movies, Michael, I only remember yeah. them. I remember them when you do them because either I was super duper drunk at the time when watching them the first time, or yeah, I just couldn't. This one, I was super duper drunk the first time because I was like, take a shot every time Keanu Reeves doesn't talk about his dead wife. <laughs> um, but I did I did see this before. I remember bits and pieces of it. And then I had a really big question. But then I'll get I'll get to my big question after okay. the fact. I also here's a little uh, um, thing. I'm surprised Billy had never heard of this because friend of the show, Rachel Little, uh, <laughs> And I used to always quote to each other because it would play it in the, the Street Kings trailer that was on TV all the time. Um, the the line, which isn't really a joke. It is. They say it like a joke. But when the guy is like running away from Keanu Reeves and Chris Evans and he gets caught up in the razor wire and Keanu Reeves is like, what do they call you, man? And he's like, they call me Quicks. And he's like, not quick enough. <laughs> which isn't really. I mean, because Quicks is is plural not yeah. quick enough isn't it doesn't work but they used to play it all the time so rachel and i would like constantly quote it to each other <laughs> for some reason so i'm surprised that billy hadn't heard of it no and it's, again it's only 2008 like this movie is only 10 years old and yet oh, yeah. it's it came, it came and went came in my the mind. same same year as the dark knight exactly. <laughs> yeah so so um kanichiwa yeah it starts strong <laughs> with keanu going hard on uh on the racism it's a very um cynical look at lots of <laughs> things because he you know i don't know it's just very dark but it's weird because it's very cartoony sort of dark uh which is odd because that's not really like david ayer's style for the most part like he's known for like training day and end of watch i don't know it, i think it feels david yeah ayer. even like me watching it, it i does. was like Oh, no wonder this is by David Ayer. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's unmistakably him. It's that, like, hyper-masculine Americana feel that David Ayer brings to it. And it's, like, way too many characters to fit into, like, yeah. one movie. Yes. And every one of them is a cop. And every one of them is a terrible cop. 
Or not, no, we don't know they're a cop, but then they're revealed to be a cop. Okay, was Common and Common, Cedric, and other guy a cop? Uh, Cedric wasn't. Common and the other guy were. Cops. <laughs> I can't remember the names of the two criminals, but they say them like a million times. They do. Yeah, but I can't remember. <laughs> so they didn't stick in my head. Well, because they, they never had like roles in the film. We, the one time we saw them, they had masks. And then the next time we saw yeah. them, they they were corpses. So yeah, they're the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Street Kings. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the the story is like Keanu Reeves is part of this unit, um, and he's a hero cop at the beginning because he rescues two girls that were kidnapped by a gang, but he like kills the people outright, mm-hmm. and then they his group helps to cover it up. Meanwhile, Terry Crews, who is in this <laughs> film as a as a character named Terry, uh, he uh, loves yogurt. He used to be, yeah, exactly. He used to be. That's why he was at that store. Um, <laughs> he used to be part of the unit, uh, and then he left and was talking to Internal Affairs. And Keanu Reeves was going to confront him at a convenience store, and then two people come in and uh, blow Terry away in a terrible, in a, such a sad oh, scene okay. to watch. Before we get. A- the most unrealistic aspect of this movie is the fact that it expects me to believe that Keanu Reeves could kick Terry Crews' ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not <laughs> happening. He's like, oh, I was just going to break his jaw. No, you weren't. You were going to get your hand grabbed and then you were going to be thrown asunder. I think that's that's like my first note is the fact that Keanu, gosh, he tries his hardest, but he's he's so... <laughs> wildly miscast yeah. as this character like he even i honestly think it's hard to tell because he's looked the exact same since the early 90s so it's hard to tell but i feel like he put on some like puffiness in his yeah. face mm-hmm. to show that he was an alcoholic yeah. but it's you can't even tell he's still beautiful <laughs> like he's not a like a weary like cop who's seen shit because um ayer and elroy both wrote uh a movie called dark blue starring kurt russell Mm -hmm. that's sort of similar but it takes place like around the time of the rodney king trial and kurt russell is like the perfect lead for something like this and keanu is not at all the way i wrote it in my notes was that keanu has this richard gear quality where he's just always at inner peace and you can't play like a bloodthirsty cop with inner peace yeah he's too zen to be as fucked up as he should be absolutely yeah (laughs) but i would also say just like i mean i would say he he's crazy miscast in francis ford coppola's dracula but i still (laughs) find it entertaining to watch him in that just as i find it entertaining to watch him in this there's just a lot of people in this movie so many people like forrest whitaker is here hugh laurie is here Cedric the Entertainer, who I cannot take seriously as a gang member. I'm like, dude, you're in Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> um, Common, Chris Evans. A young Chris Evans. The game. Yeah. Um, like, it's too many people. There are a lot of people in it. Uh, John Corbett, Jay Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Jay Moore's like, mustache. Terrible mustaches all around. Um, it's really funny like Hugh Laurie's intro in the movie mm-hmm. when Keanu Reeves is at the hospital and he like pretends he's an insurance, but he like 
whips back the screen to reveal himself, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, it's Doctor Hess. <laughs> Doctor yes. Hess is in there. Yeah, it's contemporary, so he like like he's still the right age. He's doing the same American voice. He's kind of acting the same, and that is something that House would do: is just pretend to be a patient. Yeah, mm-hmm. House was still on at this time, so yeah. it, it definitely wasn't outside of his wheelhouse to to perform this role. And he's kind of like the the puppet master of the whole thing, as it turns out. Mm. No, not not of the whole corruption, but of kind of like like he was the one kind of leading Keanu towards, or I don't know, like a loose puppet master. Like he set a little wind up toy in motion. In a way, I suppose. See, here's the thing: <laughs> the story is very confusing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I've seen this movie upwards of. I'm gonna say eight times. <laughs> and Why? That's that is. That's a lot. I told you, I like. I really like this. It's <laughs> the whole point of this, guys. Um, but eight, like, what did you get on your sixth watch that you didn't get on your fifth? Here's the thing. On my eighth, <laughs> let's say it's eight. I don't know if it's eight. It's anywhere from five to eight. Uh, I always thought it was John Corbett and Amari Nalasco who were the shooters in the convenience store <laughs> until this time through. I I thought it was the two members of Keanu Reeves's unit team. Yeah. And they were just uh, setting up the two cops. I could kind of tell it was a setup from the beginning. Like I could, I could, I knew that they weren't just some random gang members. Yeah. So, wait so who shot them well okay so common and the other guy were undercover cops who had taken the identities of two criminals right okay and they're saying that those guys were the ones who shot terry cruz i always thought it was two guys who worked with keanu reeves who had done it but i think it was actually common and the other guy who did it for as a favor to force no, I, I thought know. it was the two dead guys in th- who no. were they were buried by the trailer. Well, they were already they, they, were, they were no, already they had dead. been dead for a while. Yeah. yeah, they had been dead for a while. Oh, oh, god! Sorry, one second. My balcony door just like blew open. <laughs> oh shit! It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he gets blown away like. <laughs> Peter Weller's out the door. <laughs> is your balcony stable now? Yeah, the balcony itself is great. Like I, I can go out in there and jump, but don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. No, I meant like up and <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go out and jump. <laughs> um. So, have we figured out who it was who actually did? You know what? Here's the. <laughs> We gotta watch it again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, you get something new out of it every time. I think Terry Crews did it. It was a suicide. <laughs> oh, he shot himself before they could shoot. Yep. Yeah. So then, from there, it's it just it's a standard sort of corrupt cop trying to do the right thing narrative, but with a much more convoluted plot than it needed to. That involved like embezzling and whatnot. See, okay. Okay, so here here's my thing if we're going to get into that. So with yeah. the Forrest Whitaker stuff, 
all of his yes. all of his his last plan, which I still don't understand. What was the end goal to all that? The the cookie jar. You mean the cookie yeah. jar? What cookie jar? <laughs> the money, all the money. That that was his end goal. Like doing yeah. all of that just to be like, I'm rich now. Like, well, he wanted. Well, he wanted. He for, first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the woman. That's because he was like, I'm gonna be chief. I'm gonna be mayor. Yeah, that's that's the end goal. Is but it, like, yeah. why? And, but why would you like involve? I I fucking hate Forrest Whitaker right now. Why would you like involve like everyone? Well, it was just his his like unit. Well, I think what Inchi means, like you mean, like why why was he getting like dirty money off of that many people, right? Like focus your efforts. Yeah, like don't expand focus. Like if you're gonna like if you're gonna like corrupt the chief of police, like go after him for a while, and then after you're done with him, like just be like, I'm gonna push you aside. Go after the actual mayor for a while. Like I because like that that was his downfall was the fact that he had all of these people in all of like these secret areas that he was blackmailing you know what the you know what it is it's like clue it's like clue when mr body was blackmailing all those people and then they all got called to that house and then he got killed yeah guys i think you're you're being too myopic you have to you can't just do one at a time you gotta blackmail everybody no <laughs> No, because yeah. you get killed quicker then. Yeah, like, because then, like, th- there was a whisper network about him, probably, and that's where Hugh Laurie probably. gets involved. <laughs> probably. And that's when, th- that's when he's kind of, like, pushing things as this puppet master to get Keanu Reeves in here to clear it all out. It's kind of like, it's kind of like in The Wire, where, like, you have, like, that one faction of drug dealers, and then you have, like, all of the little people, and then, like, you're corrupting all of the little people, and then, like, you also have your hand in the pocket of, like, the mayor and stuff. But it's just, like, why are you doing all this? What is your end goal? For money and power. But, like, you can get that by just blackmailing this one person. Like, if you're gonna blackmail <laughs> the mayor, I would rather just go to the mayor and be like, yo, I know about your secret bitch. I know about all your stuff. I know about all the money that you have corrupted. So, I'm gonna take your spot. Yeah, but... S- Sometimes that's not possible. Maybe he didn't have anything on the mayor, but he had something on somebody else. He blackmailed, blackmails him for information, blackmails another person for more information to get information on the mayor. Like that, your system only works if he, if he immediately has info on the mayor. See, yeah, see, I, I'm the kind of person that like, if I'm going to blackmail you, I go directly to the person. If I'm going to blackmail you, I'm going <laughs> to do it to your face. <laughs> well, I, I can respect that. <laughs> This is kind of like if you're like going to do like a drive-by shooting. You don't drive by and shoot everybody around the area. You drive by and shoot the one person that you want to kill. Talking? Yeah, but that's <laughs> but here's the thing. That's not how they do it. <laughs> Lots of people are, it's uh, drive-by shootings are well known for collateral. <laughs> yeah, but see, no, but see like if I had a beef, if I had a beef with somebody, for. like that's the thing. It's like you have a beef with somebody, you go up and you shoot that person. You don't shoot around the people. You shoot no, that you person. No, you don't. Can we just say right now you don't? Do <laughs> that <laughs> i don't know michael if you got a beef <laughs> well that's true i guess you gotta fuck him up so what did you guys think of uh chris evans anything before captain america <laughs> he's not done yet like he hasn't finished no. baking <laughs> lies <laughs> 
lies. <laughs> he, ju- he just seems half made. I just was like, lies. <laughs> not true. Actually, that isn't. Yeah, that's not true. Because he was in that he's... another teen movie and he was. I was going to say, he's perfect in that. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus mm. the world. Was Scott Pilgrim pre America? I think that came after. Absolutely. No, it's pre. Oh, yeah, because Scott, he's, he's, he's formed in Scott Pilgrim. But he's um, not formed here. He's not formed in... He's too innocent here. He was formed in Fantastic Four. Yeah, exactly. He's like one of the only good things about that. Mm-hmm. Look, when I say four, I'm not talking about his abs. Because, yeah, they were that way. He was, he was fit by Not Another Teen Movie. We all know this. But <laughs> this we know. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this we all know. I don't know. There's just something about it. He's holding back. I don't know, man. I kind of wanted more of him yeah because i really liked his character i still i don't know what he was necessarily doing and if he he was a good yeah he was a good person yeah because he he, was a good cop yeah yeah. you can't have like a face like that without being good he he was like a good cop making a few bad decisions whereas keanu reeves was a bad cop accidentally making a few good decisions no purposely trying to make good decisions after a long career of bad decisions (laughs) even i would say after a long period in the movie like it's it it takes him kind of a while to get on to like it's like he's doing the right thing but for the wrong reasons for most of it Uh, he's just kind of caught up in all of it a bit but i mean i feel like once once terry cruz dies then he knows he's like this is fucked up and even though he takes the security camera footage when he, it's given to him, like he he doesn't want to be absolved of anything. He wants like the truth to come out 100 percent. Like he's even on Chris Evans's ass about it because Chris Evans is like reluctantly going to kick the case basically to whichever way he's told to to advance his career, um, mostly because like I assume Forrest Whitaker was like leaning on him for it. Um, and then Keanu Reeves sort of like shakes him into continuing to do the right thing right so i don't think i don't think it was took a long time for reeves to like want to do the right thing i think it was like pretty soon after terry cruz dies that he's like once he finds out that they're not actually going to investigate terry cruz's death i think think that's also an element of what you said about the movie being confusing because (laughs) i don't know like but i wasn't confused i don't think that part is confusing You've seen it eight times. <laughs> so, yeah, but how do you? Th- so what do? You, what part of that do you think was? So when do you think like, he does like the right the, thing? Uh, I think it's really like probably like a- after around definitely when he gives the tape to Terry Crews's wife. Yeah, right. But-, but you don't think him trying to solve Terry Crews's murder is the right thing? Even though That's Forrest the right Whitaker thing, was but like, I don't. I don't, because he's so complicit in all of the corruption around him still. He's just like, all right, we want to keep this going, but, like, let's... Is he? Yeah, he's, he gets, he's he really gets, not. He wants to catch the bad guys. He doesn't want yeah. to yeah. get the right thing. No, he wants... Yes, he does. He wants those <laughs> very, very heavy quotes here, bad guys punished. Yeah. For killing Terry Crews, yeah. How is that not the right thing? Because he doesn't know it's the cops yet. Yeah, but he knows people <laughs> did it. And once he finds out it's the cops, it's not like that stops him in any way. Yeah, like he stops, he kind of like... stops trusting his unit altogether. Yeah, for sure he does. 
So it's kind of just like him investigating Terry Crews' death is kind of just like, I'm going to be a lone ranger and do this on my own kind of a thing. Yeah, that's him. I think that's him. Break. That's him breaking from the corruption and doing the right thing is yeah. right after Terry Crews' death. Because Forrest Whitaker and Jay Moore both tell him, like, forget it. You do your death duty for a little while. We'll take care of everything. You don't have to worry about anything. This is like problem solved. Then he you know, sees like fine. Chris Evans like sweet baby face, and he's like, oh no, I need to do the right thing. Yeah. So I don't think that's confused. I will 100% admit this movie is very stupidly <laughs> confusing. Uh, but I don't think Keanu Reeves's uh, motivations were necessarily unclear or confusing. I don't know. I don't know, Billy. You haven't convinced it's, me. Like it, it's definitely the story of of him going from being a corrupt cop to kind of getting a little more woke as to how problematic he has been. Yes, but I I just don't I I think that journey it's, isn't it's, as clean as it should have been here's the thing it's absolutely insane to call such a corrupt cop problematic <laughs> <laughs> yeah like we'd get a shootout scene where he just flat out shoots as if it's room like room of people you're talking about yeah you're talking about a, a crazy alcoholic drunk racist cop as if he were like an episode of fraser that said re- once right which is insane well, and I think that's probably why I I bristle at like him. Oh, I know I'm doing the right thing right now. Like, yeah, but he here's the thing. I think you're thinking of it too black and white because because he is a moral gray. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he hates himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's very obvious because he's very antagonistic with his like quote unquote work friends. Um, <laughs> he's drinking all the time like he's he tries to get in a fight with terry cruz and then like after terry cruz dies that's when he sort of has a chance to start doing the right thing when he stops listening to forrest whitaker when he goes against him i think that's when it like starts and honestly he doesn't do the right thing half the time no like half the like half the steps that he does to be like a quote-unquote good person it's still the wrong way to do it so it's i think that's where it gets kind of confusing because it's just like are you being a good person are you just are you just still being an asshole that's why it's like mention the morally gray yeah but i think there's a difference between it being confusing and it being um it being if you um, say confusing true no it being (laughs) true to the character in that yeah he is trying to do the right thing but he's doing it in the most fucked up way possible because mm-hmm. that's who he is yeah that's like, the only that's, way he knows how it, yeah right. yeah okay like he's never a good cop i don't think <laughs> in this movie but there are some things he does that are good yeah like he kills a lot of cops that's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> corrupt cop i do think uh especially in that trailer scene when he's tied up those kills are pretty great and that's a little bit of like pre-wick flavor for me right there like just like taking the shovel to brain a guy yeah i think um the scene where him and chris evans in the game uh when they're when they're uh abusing the game i think they're a hilarious comedy trio (laughs) (laughs) i have a strange question why did he give the dvd to the wife um I think just to sort of absolve himself. But 
She's not gonna want to watch that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, why? <laughs> like, You're like, right. Yes, why that would that, be really Why would that be up. my late night movie? Here, pop this in. It's really funny. <laughs> he writes. He wrote. He wrote like Shrek two on it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it would be fucked up for her to watch that. <laughs> yeah. She was a great character, though. Oh, I was gonna say, I mean, has she ever been bad? Has Naomi Harris ever put in a bad role? No. Or a bad performance in any role? Because she's so good. Like, she has basically two scenes that are kind of, like, stereotypical, like, wife of a dead cop. And she's so good. (laughs) I really enjoyed the not in my name scene. Like, I think that was a real turning point for keanu reeves's character of like no like i don't want you to do this fucked up shit i that's not the right way to go about it be better yes (laughs) and then he i mean he continues doing all his fucked up shit and but does not stop him on any way from going on a killing spree no but at least it's sort of targeted at the right people this time (laughs) um uh is that the moral just murder different people yes (laughs) yeah see here's the thing i don't think there is a moral i don't think uh james elroy is not the kind of he's got a pretty sad outlook on humanity as a whole so i don't think there really is a moral to the story i think the best you can hope for is like he may have intentionally done some good things at one point I like that this movie, uh, even before the Marvel movies knew it, that uh, Chris Evans is very good at just like Terminator running at people, <laughs> like when he's chasing down quicks and he's just like doing it. <laughs> Something that the Marvel movies take advantage of is him just like running really fast <laughs> and looking good doing it. You know, he's no Tom Cruise. But <laughs> so, what did you guys think of once like Chris Evans and? Uh, Keanu tracked down the two people they think were the shooters at the convenience store and they get Cedric the Entertainer to uh to have a meet with them. Oh, one of them is Common. And what did you guys think of Common in the movie? I want his agent to do better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like half of the roles that Common ever has, they're just they're so dumb but i really like him as an actor like he can act yeah and i really want better for him like Mm -hmm. but i really liked him in that role because like he's so intense and i thought he was legitimately like creepy in the yeah Yeah. like i had to like look away from the screen every time like they gave him like a like they gave him this like full and i'm just like oh god please stop and then like with the other guy i'm like i don't i don't want you to be around i just wish common was in the scene yeah he was he was super selling it common was really selling it cedric the entertainer not so much (laughs) (laughs) did you feel bad when he got shot (laughs) <laughs> mostly because it's have been here in the first place yeah you just feel bad because it's cedric the entertainer yeah yeah i get it i wonder what happened to his car cedric's yeah yeah he just left it there yeah you don't leave yeah. your car in that neighborhood he really went through a series of unfortunate events <laughs> yes hey he was in that <laughs> he was in that movie yeah yeah yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's no honeymoon for. 
Oh, he was in Honeymooners, right. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) You can see. (laughs) Wait, name one more Cedric the Entertainer movie. Barbershop. Come on, I was trying to get Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, no, we're not going to continue this. That would be an intolerable cruelty. There you go. Is he in that? Yeah. You're thinking of I'm Jeffrey Rush. IMDb. You're thinking he's of right. Jeffrey no, he's here. Rush. It's on his IMDb. <laughs> I, know, I know you're not thinking of Jeffrey Rush. Uh, were you guys oh, he as... He should dis- have been in the Pirates of the Caribbean. He should have been. Imagine, imagine Cedric the Entertainer saying you best start believing in ghost stories. You're in one. Ooh. Yeah, they that- should redo each other's movies. Like switching <laughs> who they played. I'd be up for Jeffrey Rush on this. Yeah. Street Kings. <laughs> yes, he could be a Street King. Although I don't think Cedric was a Street King. No, he was not. Let's go to the <laughs> characters and we'll say who was and who wasn't a Street King. Terry Crews wasn't. No. Keanu was. He was more of a street prince. No, he was a Street King if there ever was was one. Keanu, you think he was a street prince? Yeah, because he was going to inherit the kingdom from Forrest Whitaker, so you who think... was the no, real street king. No, no there no, are mu- multiple no, no, no. It's street kings. There's not a street king. Yeah, I'm going to say the other cops who were more into it were also kings. But like he, like, so Keanu was going to be the, the, the high king. What are you talking? You're just creating <laughs> some sort of caste system that doesn't... Well, because also because Forrest Whitaker, like when he's, he's looking all the money, he's like, this is my crown. I'm king of the streets. And then he's like, one day it will all be yours. Everything the light touches. <laughs> yeah, but you're creating some sort of electoral college of street kings that doesn't need. If anybody in this movie is a street king, it is Keanu. Incha, is Keanu a street I king? Think, I don't think he's in charge of anything here. He I is. Think... He's king of the street. It starts with him blowing away a whole bunch of people on the streets. <laughs> He's a street king, for sure. I would say that I would say that Keanu's a street king, right? All right, Thank I'm you. outvoted. But then, like I've, but then, like, what's higher than a king? Like uh, God, a high king, a god, a god. <laughs> I feel like Forrest Whitaker thought of himself as a street god. If I'm, if we're to go by the scale set forth in No Church in the Wild by Jay-Z <laughs> and Kanye and Frank Ocean, then it's, uh. What's a king to a god? Yeah, so it goes king, god, and then non-believer <laughs> is the top one. <laughs> that's Terry Crews. And so that's Hugh Laurie. No, that's Cedric. <laughs> that's Cedric. <laughs> yeah, that's probably Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, would, I, he's a non-believer. See, I would just say that Forrest Whitaker is an older street king. Just a wiser street king. He's, I, I don't know. He's the OG street king. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's the last of the ghetto gunfighters, which is what <laughs> someone says about Keanu Reeves that makes me laugh every single time. There's also uh, a, what do they call him? Phone book Tommy? Is that what they call him? I think that's what phone Hugh Laurie called him. That he probably does because he him used that. to beat people yes. with different phone books. Classic interrogation Terrible. technique. Yes. Uh, there's also another line that really annoys me uh, when Keanu is talking about when he and Terry Crews were partners, and he's like. We were black and white in a black and white <laughs> back when it was something or whatever. And it's terrible because it's like you can tell whichever of the writers like 
wrote that lie down they were like this is the best thing ever and then they did another line of coke (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm really glad that even though it was kind of implied he used to do stuff i'm glad that terry cruz was an upstanding cop throughout this movie yeah yeah he was he was uh he was a he was a good one he maybe used to be a street king but he had abdicated Mm -hmm. his throne (laughs) (laughs) i think john corbett was a street duke (laughs) yeah that fits (laughs) oh jay morby court jester (laughs) court jester (laughs) what happens to jay more i totally forget what happens to him i i think he he's trying to sexually assault mrs washington yeah and then uh then keanu fucks yeah him but up. then he puts him in his trunk right but does anything happen after oh, that yeah. or is he still alive I think he, he just stays it. in the trunk <laughs> so he like lives right i there should have been like an after credit scene of like hey because like it's he... me jay moore because <laughs> doesn't like keanu drive to yeah he goes to forest Whitaker's wander's house. house and then yeah and then like he just he just leaves him in the trunk yeah he's, he's yeah we never see him again do we yeah He's like skeleton in the trunk by now. Yeah. Yeah, he just goes to Forrest Whitaker's house and lets Whitaker monologue at him. It is. I wish there had been, because I really loved the movie Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. So I wish there had been like a bigger fight scene than just Keanu and Forrest Whitaker like throwing each other a little bit. Um yeah and then the whole like like Forrest Whitaker just like accepts it at the end when he's just like we were family. Yeah. But I did like that last scene because, like, Forrest Whitaker, he just in- unleashes on this movie. It, he's just so over the top, like, from the beginning. He's, he just loves yelling yeah. at these people. <laughs> and it's really fun to watch. But I guess he blackmailed too many people or whatever. He did. Well, clearly he did. It didn't work out for him. So, I mean, I <laughs> right. he had a lot of money in that wall. Why don't you just, like, keep that somewhere else? Well, how are you sp- if you need to spend it? Are you just gonna like crack open your wall? Yeah, like. Well, it's like emergency. See, that's that's the that's the consequences of blackmailing too many people. Now you have to keep shit in your wall. Yeah, those are the consequences. It's also the fact that like, <laughs> you know, his entire life gets torn down and he dies. That's fine. Yeah. Everybody dies, Michael. King or no? I guess so. Um. I think it's really funny that everybody in Keanu's squad very clearly hates him and thinks he's really dumb, and he is. <laughs> like, any time <laughs> they get a chance to, like, call him stupid or, like, they couldn't be more excited to actually finally get to kill him. <laughs> like, everybody, yeah. very except Forrest Whitaker, like, very clearly hates him. <laughs> and Forrest Whitaker just loves him far too yeah. much. Like, here's just my <laughs> my large adult son. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell, like... As soon as, like, Keanu punches out for the day, they just go to a bar and, like, shit talk him the entire They're like, see that stupid shirt he was wearing? (laughs) He was practicing all his Asian racism, and it was very weird. Dude knows he can buy large bottles of vodka, right? uh, It's like he'll... I heard he takes flights just so he can get the little mini bottles. Because there are easier ways to get those, too. It's really dumb. And Jay Moore brushes his mustache and everything. <laughs> uh, okay, when he's like busting through that wall for all yes. the money, that's a sturdy fucking lamp. 
Like, I don't know of a floor lamp that I could bust open a wall with. Well, that's because you're not, you know, blackmailing people. You don't have that kind of money. Right. You got, like, crappy Ikea lamps. Forrest Whitaker <laughs> is able to uh, to afford some sturdier shit. I just wanted to point out a little bit of a lack of realism in the film. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's the one thing. <laughs> um... I thought of you both when uh, Keanu was, like, busting through that house and Real Housewives was on TV. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't notice it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Real Housewives. It, it looked like Real Housewives. Wait, when they were in the game's house? They were in someone's house. I know Drawn Together was also on TV. That was the game's house. Yeah, I don't remember. See, this is why I gotta watch it a ninth time. To try to catch <laughs> the Real Housewives reference. Um, I have another question about uh, Terry Crews' funeral. I know this is something that, like, cops do, but isn't it in really poor taste to do a 21-gun salute for someone who was shot to death? Like, wouldn't that be super traumatic for, like, his widow? I've always... I mean... (laughs) At least, I mean, she wasn't there when it happened, so I guess that's okay, but... Um... (laughs) She just got the tape afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she just sat down for a nice calming Shrek too. <laughs> I'm so glad he gave me this. I needed something to just laugh about. <laughs> I also like that it's like the disc is like clearly all of the security tape. So like, if she did want to watch it, she'd have to like fast forward through hours and hours of just normal computer yeah. shit. It's um, it is weird though the 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 21 gun salute or whatever i always found it very odd at any funeral unless they were like being buried like while they were overseas or something and it was something they were it's just so weird to be like well this is a solemn occasion uh and now we're gonna play with our guns <laughs> and <we're> gonna... <laughs> it's just i don't know it's odd they should just shoot one cannonball <laughs> instead of a bunch of things <laughs> yeah because that's fair because like no like if, if you're a cop and you've died via cannon, I'm sure that's rare enough for a contingency. Yes. 21 cannon salute. Mm-hmm. What if you had to, what if they had to do it based on how you died? So if it was like heart yeah. disease, it was like 21 burger eating. <laughs> Just 21 cops in a row solemnly eating hamburgers. Like in their full like dress blues. Yeah. Yeah, that should be the new thing. <laughs> Call them and ask them to do that, Incha. Why me? <laughs> Billy will fuck it up. They'll put him on a list. He'll say something wrong. He'll be like, "Well, you know how you wanna you wanna shoot up a funeral?" <laughs> and they'll be like, "Excuse me, sir, is your name again?" So, Michael, is, what what about what's the thing with this movie with you? Because the movie because that that's what. That's what this little trilogy of ours is, is movies that we like kind of despite all odds. Um, I think you, in a way, nailed it at the beginning. Um, I love um, the the style of, like, corrupt L.A. cops, that whole, like, genre. Especially, and I think it goes back to, like, even film noirs and stuff like that which is like James Elroy um, does a lot of like period work 
in the 40s and 50s and stuff like that and i love that and david ayer Mm -hmm. did a lot of like you know 90s street uh, la street crime stuff and this is like a flawed combination of those two flavors it's like if a reese's peanut butter cup tasted off a bit but you were still like i love peanut butter i love chocolate fuck it i'll eat it um so i think that's it and there's also there's a lot of like like you said it's just funny to see all these actors <laughs> in a movie like this and uh, i'll watch anything that keanu does <laughs> Um, in Incha, do you agree with that? How can how can she how can she disagree with <laughs> right? I'm like, wait a how minute. How can she disagree with my feelings on why I like it? We can dis- we can disagree. You can't can disagree. disagree with my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what was the question? I don't know. Do you do you think what Michael said is fair? Why do you are think you he's right in this movie? movie? <laughs> time yeah i'm not sure what you're asking <laughs> yeah i'm really not what do you think is wrong with michael that <laughs> is he's getting to the point yes um i don't think anything's wrong with michael <laughs> that's first uh i don't know what the rest of the question was no i don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> he he's not wrong in his feelings maybe all right, can can you say, can, and can you kind of define why you did or didn't like this movie now, having having watched it and discussed it? Why I didn't? Yeah, like if like <laughs> first of all, like did you or didn't you on the whole like this movie? Oh, I liked it. Okay, it's a fun. So then, movie. why 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 did you like it? Fucking hell, has Keanu Reeves in it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like <laughs> it's 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 one of. It's one of those cop, like it's one of those like cop movies about like central LA that you could just turn on and turn your brain yes. off. <laughs> like that's all that's all that this was to me. <laughs> yeah, there's a big section of this movie like I I feel like in the middle where I'm like I could I could just go make a sandwich. It feels and like the kind back. of movie that was built to be playing on TBS with commercials cut into it already. You can search yeah. it and just let the weirdly confusing plot sort of uh wash over you without actually having to <laughs> take it into account you're like at one point at one point during the whole i was just like i just don't care what anybody in this movie is doing anymore as long as somebody yeah. gets shot. <laughs> billy did you am i right <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know we were gonna do you're right now that's a new thing that we do no, I don't know. I don't know. We we never know what we're going to do. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, no, I, I think it's fair and it makes sense for you. What the fuck does um, that mean? It's... <laughs> right? <laughs> no, you're, you're right. It, um... And it's a weird, a weird way that I brought this up, too. So I really, I just, I'm not, um, your question to me made perfect yeah, sense. Like, I was like, ex- explain Michael. Yeah, I was like, Michael. when you said like, oh, what, what makes you like it, even though a lot of people generally don't. I was like, that's a very fair question to ask yeah. during these things. And then when you were like, Incha, is he right? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know what I went through. I don't know. Yeah, the first nailed one, I'm like, all right. You well, were like, I nailed it. I'm going to keep going. Two, but... <laughs> 
right after your show stopping number, you're like, all right, 10 more minutes. I I can absolutely see. Yeah, I think it's super fair of why you like it. I still probably land on the other side with this one. (laughs) It's fair. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it's fair. It's very unfair that you like this. Uh, does anybody else have any uh, any other thoughts about the movies to wrap up with? Or do we have any recs for similar films? I have both of those things. <laughs> I think um, if... Uh, even though I think Keanu was miscast for this type of role, I think there is a way the character could have been uh, written or played to accommodate Keanu better because he has recently played, like scummy dirt bags in a couple mm-hmm. of movies like uh the neon demon and um the bad batch in one of them yeah. he's sort of like a seedy motel owner and in the other one he's like kind of a cult leader and they're both very like like scummy bad guy roles that like really suited Keanu. like he pulled it off but i he just doesn't come off as like a an alcoholic dirty cop like it just doesn't suit him you know but he does have the range to do something similar so i wish he'd worked on it a little more maybe (laughs) but that's okay that was my comment now did you want recommendation i'm not sure why you lump those two things together well in case we didn't have any comments i guess didn't want to ask twice (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry so you want uh, does anyone else have any more comments? I feel like I've said my piece with it. And, like, I don't necessarily have any recs just because this honestly isn't a genre of movie that I gravitate towards. Yeah, like, this movie's a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're going to write a movie, please tell me more about your dead wife. Yeah. Because if there's, if there's one thing we don't get enough of... It's uh, protagonists that have dead wives. Because <laughs> I've never seen a Christopher Nolan movie before. <laughs> uh, so, recommendations? Yeah. Um, I would say I'm a huge fan, like I said several times, I think, of David Ayer and James Elroy. So, James Elroy... Uh, I would say read his books. They're good. The LA Quartet, the Underworld Trilogy, I believe. Um, they're all great. Uh, the movie LA Confidential is great. Uh, there's a movie that came out a few years ago called Rampart starring Woody Harrelson that he wrote. And that's probably his most like successful thing that he wrote because he didn't do the script for LA Confidential which is like the best adaptation of his work, but Rampart's good. And I think uh, Ice Cube is in that, <laughs> which is <laughs> odd, but he's good at that. Uh, and for David Ayer, I would say watch an- anything of his. I really I really like most of his movies, even the ones that people don't like, like Bright and Suicide Squad. I actually like them. But I think End of Watch and Fury are his two best, so those. Right, oh, and Street Kings, sorry. And Street Kings is a little <laughs> <best also. laughs> Um. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I guess we're in ensemble movies. I would say 
Fury and Suicide Squad because those are like the best ensemble movies. Not the best. Suicide Squad <laughs> is not a good ensemble movie. No, but it's Fury yeah. is a very good ensemble. Movie. I love Fury. Yeah, yeah. It's. I still love that movie. A lot of people still it's don't so like that good. movie, and I'm just I know How? I don't get it. It's so good. Like, I watched it when it came out, and it's one of those movies where. I don't get like a lot of movies, especially if one like streakings, when I hear somebody hates it, I'm like, yeah, I totally get that. I don't understand why Fury didn't get like rave reviews. It's sort of like Chappie. I feel like Chappie should have gotten rave reviews, but people hate Chappie. (laughs) Chappie's so good. It's like, I love Chappie. Oh, Chappie. Um, uh, yeah, I guess Bright too. Like, if you want like those. Oh yeah, like the buddy cop movies that mm-hmm. every the, they both hate each other. Uh, Bright Training Day, uh, shit. What was that other one? Heat, because I think they hated each other in that movie too. Heat's a good one, yeah. Uh, this is Heat's, some, Heat's this a better is... movie than Street Kings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hundred percent better. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's this one called Dirty. It's not good. At all, it came out in two thousand and five. It's it has Cuba Gooding Jr. in it, so that's how you can tell how Dirty. shitty it is. But that's okay if you want to watch it. And uh, from James Elroy, I think everybody should watch The Black Dahlia at least once because that's uh, another movie that like no one likes, but it's so good. I don't like it either, but I would definitely recommend watching it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we I think we saw it in theaters, Billy. Yeah, I think I have it. I think I, I think I did actually like. I think I liked the Black Dahlia, right? But I've only seen it like once or twice. Starring the charismatic leads Aaron Eckhart and Josh Hartnett. <laughs> and Josh Hartnett is not good. No, it's just not good. But it deserves one watch. Yes. Also, Hillary Swank was in that for some reason. Oh yeah. Like she just and you got some old timey boxing, so that's a that's a plus. Friend of the show, uh, Aaron and I like to <laughs> yell. Uh, speaking of the Black Dahlia, like to yell, she looks just like that dead girl <laughs> to each other, which is a line <laughs> from that movie. Which is so that's odd that you brought it up because I had the same thing with Street Kings with Rachel. <laughs> oh, there was a movie I was thinking of. Uh, oh, um, New Jack City. I would recommend that too. Because that's a good movie it's it's a lot different from this for sure but it's much better and cooler <laughs> oh also if you want to see like street crime actually being street crime and it's good street crime watch the wire oh yes yeah yeah and no recommendations from you billy <laughs> i would just say if you want to watch a man uh who's created this web of blackmail have it all fly up in his face watch clue and if you want to watch a uh a terry cruz as a as a kind and gentle cop, watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Or if if you want if you want to watch more street crime, watch The Muppets Deal Crack. <laughs> I hate this show. <laughs> I mean, Muppets Take Manhattan has some dark moments. <laughs> We're gonna take this. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's like Scarface. <laughs> They're gonna take it. <laughs> Kermit gets hit by a car. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> not not quick enough. <laughs> <laughs>